Good news on this Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. The container ship ever given was made free yesterday, opening the Suez Canal, averting a global... Global? Let's try that again. Averting a global economic apocalypse and restoring order to the world trade. Oh, I'm going to sleep so much better tonight. Except the bad news is that hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19 are rising across our great country. So there's that. Welcome to the Daily Podcast Practice Show, an environmentally friendly and totally sustainable endeavor where I, your host, Rich Grimshaw, provide informed commentary on important news, both global and domestic. And you just heard the global news, so let's now get to domestic. And I can't get any more domestic than the Forsyth County News, because I live in Forsyth County, so this is information that is near and dear to my heart. Our Forsyth County commissioners are considering changes to regulations and ordinances for short-term rentals, which is code for Airbnb. This article appeared March 26, 2021 from Ashlyn Yule of the Forsyth County News staff. Thank you, Ashlyn. Who writes, Forsyth County attorney Ken Jared presented the county's current regulations and ordinances for short-term rentals, that's Airbnb, to the Board of Commissioners during its work session on Tuesday, March 23rd. He said the regulation that had been discussed around 2017 to 2018, but had never been made permanent. There's a typo in here. This should read, he said the regulation had been discussed around 2718. He said the regulation that had been discussed around 2017 to 2018 but never been made permanent in the county due to lack of unanimity. He, oh my goodness. Moving on, Jared said the proposed permitting recognized the owner of the property, the person renting the property, and a local control person for absentee landlords. All people renting a short-term rental had to be 18 years of age or older, and considered responsible to sign an acknowledgement and agreement of the county's short-term rules. Said Jared, quote, This contemplated a fairly healthy contract between the renting party and the person that actually rented the short-term rental, unquote. Two permits would be required for property owners, one a business license and a separate short-term rental permit. The proposed permit would be able to be revoked and would require a $250 application fee and a $100 renewal fee each year. And I'm assuming that those fees would go to defray the costs of enforcement, shall we say. Jared said the county also wanted to have accommodations for short-term rentals serviced by sewer versus those on septic. Now, that's wise, because the, the most valuable Airbnb rental places in Forsyth County are on Lake Lanier and they have historically had problems with septic systems and for a vacation rental house the septic system is going to have a light load whereas if you have an Airbnb and you have more frequent rentals and more frequent occupancy that can have a problem so good good on you Uh, The county had regulations for parking as well as a, quote, firm handle, unquote, on noise and a noise code. Well, I'd like to know what that is. 
Short-term rental properties, so such as those offered by websites like Airbnb and VRBO, otherwise known as Vacation Rental by Owner, also had to have a notice posted with the name of the property owner and, quote, transient information and key elements, unquote, that a renter would need, such as the number for trash service pickup, fire, police, etc., and maybe even the county commissioner. Jared said the county had a rule that short-term rental guests had to stay a minimum of six nights and seven days, and that property owners had to advertise that code on social media. I don't know how I feel about that. Jared said, quote, We went to great lengths to say that if you advertise for anything over than six nights and seven days in a court of law, it is assumed that you were attempting to violate our code. That was obviously to try to get a handle on sort of a filtration process. Wait a minute. The rule is for a minimum of six nights. But if you advertise for more than that, you're trying to go around it? I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. This is either poorly written or Mr. Jared is just way off base. District 3 Commissioner Todd Levent said he thought the county had gotten close at one time to getting the permitting process complete and agreed upon by residents of the county. He said, quote, too bad this sat on the shelf for so long, but it got very close to where everybody agreed to it. There might have been one or two people that wouldn't agree to anything. Just one or two. You must be talking about the commissioners. Uh, We massaged this for a very long time, and there was considerable considerable input from both sides of the argument, said Laura Siemenson. When the permitting was taken to public hearing, one side of the argument opposed the rules and regulations. We massaged... Siemenson went on that when you get to negotiate a conclusion, usually both parties are equally unhappy with the outcome, but everybody had agreed to move forward with this till we actually got to public hearing. That's when one side steadfastly dug in heels and disavowed it and said not only were they not okay with these regulations, they were not okay with any regulations. And that somewhat forced the hand of the decision that was made. And I don't know what decision they made, but she lauded the good work that had been done previously and said that she could see some good applications for short-term rentals. She also noted that there were revisions to the early rules that the board would likely want to look at and revise particularly the regulations pertaining to length of stay. Chairwoman Cindy Jones-Mills asked Jared about possibly modifying the code to include a hotel-motel tax for rentals if the state adopts it and was concerned about property owners that might want to rent by the bedroom instead of the whole property. Jared said the board could implement a hotel-motel tax if state lawmakers approve the change. Siemenson said, quote, The idea that someone becomes a de facto boarding house because they've got a four-bedroom house and they let people come and go from each bedroom, that's not a good situation. I think I agree, especially if I live next door. The commissioners asked Jared to work on cleaning up and bringing harmony between the county's unified development code and the proposed permitting system. The item will return to a future work session and then be sent to a public hearing. Changing the county's current rules for such rentals, which requires a conditional use permit for the property, has recently been discussed by the commissioners at a recent work session. Mills expressed interest in a standalone permit, like a business license, for those wanting to apply for short-term rentals. 
And Jared said that adding a permitting process would take some, quote, retooling, unquote, of the CUP conditions. But it could be done. For years, commissioners have wrestled with how best to strike a balance between owners of short-term rental properties and their neighbors. They've held discussions on the rentals dating back to late 2016 when neighbors living near some homes used for short-term rentals raised issues with trash, noise, and traffic. In June of 2020, commissioners approved the county's first permit to operate a short-term rental after rules requiring a CUP were approved in 2019. Under those rules, short-term rentals are defined as, quote, accommodations for transient guests rented for the purpose of overnight lodging for a period less than 30 days, unquote. Bed and breakfasts and boarding houses are not considered short-term rentals. Boarding houses are not considered, yet we raise the specter of renting out each bedroom in a four-bedroom house earlier. Additional considerations include the number of people staying overnight, the number of guests during the day, the number of bedrooms, information on parking, lot sizes, the distance for lot lines, and sewer capacity. Only properties zoned Agricultural District A1 or Agricultural Residential Ag Res can apply. Oh, good for me! I'm zoned agricultural here on my my oasis of 28 acres in Forsyth country, the land of milk and honey. I could have an Airbnb if I so choose. That sounds like, wow, that could be my path to riches. But then I'd have rowdy partying folks around, so I don't think I want to do that. I'm Rich Grimshaw. And you are not welcome to ask me to rent my place on an Airbnb basis on a short-term rental because I'm not going to do it. But you are invited to join me again tomorrow where we'll do this all over again. Thanks for listening. 